Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on? This is Gordon and welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. Now this podcast and all of this content is for you if you feel like you've tried it all. If you've tried every diet, every meal plan, every shake, every pill under the sun and you still struggle to get that weight off and you still struggle to get into the body of your dreams. That is what we do. That is what we focus on all day, every single day. And in this podcast, you're going to hear nothing but strategies and how we do that every single day. So if you get value out of this, and I know that you will, go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and make sure you share this with a like-minded friend. All right. With that being said, let's dive right into the show. I was of the belief that clean eating was the solution. Clean eating was the right thing to do. Okay. And, and I'll talk about my definition of clean eating in a second, but I was of the belief that clean eating was the right thing to do. It was the solution. It was the answer. And that anyone who was able to get themselves into a body that they loved, that they felt amazing in, that they felt great in, and then actually keep it, they did that through clean eating. Okay. Now, what does clean eating even mean? <laughs> right. Uh, so back then, you know, when I first started, I interpreted the words clean eating or the, or the, 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 the phrase clean eating this way. I interpreted it as, uh, you're eating nothing but whole foods and you're eating like meat that was, you know, whatever, uh, free range and all that stuff, right. Organic if possible. And nothing processed, right? That was, that was the thought, nothing processed. And at the surface level, that sounds great, right? That sounds awesome. Okay. Here's the problem with that. Um, I was very misinformed at the time and I didn't really know what I didn't even know. Okay. And I have a feeling that a lot of people are in that same boat. In fact, I know a lot of people are in that same boat. So when I talk about clean eating and when you hear clean eating, a lot of times you or other people might think exactly what I just said with, and, and, and interpret the phrase cleaning the way I just described, which is, again, whole foods, uh, vegetables, like raw, whatever, and then free range meat, organic meat, stuff like that. Uh, and that's great. Cool. But here's the thing. Different groups and different people and uh, different like little subcategories of of foodies and nutrition people and, and, and people that generally associate with health and fitness type, you know, whatever movements, if you will, they interpret clean eating differently. Okay. They have a different idea of what that even means. Okay. So clean eating, if you, if you really start picking this apart and you start looking at like the, the paleo groups and the ketogenic groups and the whole 30 groups, that's always a good one. And you kind of go into like, even like the more sub 
divided categories and niches like the intermittent fasting community and all the little subcategories of intermittent fasting people and the even some of those like the branded type approaches like the the code red lifestyle um i know there's more uh, like the bulletproof lifestyles one the uh, the optavias of the world okay um the detox crowd the detox communities the people who do that kind of stuff anyways when you get into that and you start picking them apart what you're going to find is that they each interpret those words clean eating and that phrase clean eating differently okay they interpret that all differently and to the point of one of those categories looking at sweet potatoes versus like a russet potato as being different one of them being clean and one of them being not clean well you can argue now i'm just looking at this from a scientific standpoint okay you can argue that one of them is a faster digesting carbohydrate it's a simple carbohydrate source and one of them is a slow digesting carbohydrate or a, or a complex carbohydrate source but neither one of them is processed if it's just pulled from the ground right and and sold and so technically they're both clean right uh, but you will have these categories of people in these in the in the nutrition space who will argue passionately that one of them is more clean than the other and that one of them belongs in a clean diet and one of them does not right so which one do you believe now i'm not going to stand on a soapbox about that here because that's really a decision for you to make but just understand this like that's one example of many right and you can apply that same example to like literally thousands of different whole foods and fruits and vegetables and and then you know okay cool and you can make that argument one way or the other but just know that you know if, if it's pulled from the ground <laughs> whether it whether it fits your macros or not, whether it has, um, you know, the right type of carbohydrate source, like I was talking about, simple versus complex, whether it has the vitamin profile, the nutritional profile that you're looking for, like those are very different conversations than is it clean or not clean, right? So that's one thing, okay? Two. Now, if you go into the next thing, uh, the other one that comes up a lot is things like oats, and rice and quinoa right those are kind of like the big three carbohydrate sources that are clearly processed however they make their way into a lot of these arguments okay how is that possible <laughs> um rice you know even brown rice which is like considered a healthier rice than say white rice okay because it's not processed as much uh is is that something that that is technically cleaner than white rice is brown rice technically cleaner than white rice and if you're answering yes well then what what define you gotta start asking yourself this question right this will this will get you to a point of clarity and awareness start asking yourself this question like what defines clean food at that point if brown rice is cleaner than white rice and you would choose brown rice because of that then what is your definition of clean food versus non-clean food or processed food versus not processed food? Because brown rice is still harvested. Brown rice is still separated. Brown rice is still handled. It's still processed. And so is, is you know, three mechanical touch points 
the definition of clean food versus non-clean food, right? Um, or, or is it two or is it one or what? Like how many mechanical processing touch points have to take place or not take place for a, a, a piece of food to be considered clean versus non-clean, right? White rice does go through additional processing. It is stripped of a, a whole portion of the shell. And as a result, it's, it tastes different. It looks different, whatever, but it, go, it goes through a processing step for that to happen. A mechanical touch point, okay. Where it's fed through machinery and it's picked apart. Great. I understand, right? Oats are the same way. Okay. Oats. And as you know, oats, there are many different like styles of oats, right? There's steel cut oats. There's, um, there's uh, a cold, what are they? A cold roll, rolled or whatever steel cut oats. There's rolled oats. Um, there's pulver. You can buy pulverized oats, which are another thing, I guess. Um, and so when you look at the processing behind oats, <laughs> even if you get steel cut oats, which I, I, I have, have been told many, many times by people who they're not quite where they want to be yet, but they use this argument that steel cut oats are cleaner than, than rolled oats. Okay. Why? <laughs> at the end of the day, steel cut oats, just so you guys know, is that they are oats once they're harvested once they're separated you know they are chopped with a blade a steel blade okay um and then that's it then they're put into a canister and then they're they're sold right rolled oats instead of getting chopped up with a blade they are ran through a a roll like a giant almost like one of those uh, asphalt rollers right it just it put it, it rolls it out and it, it pulverizes it into um or flattens these things out into like traditional oatmeal right and then they package those and sell those cool so again you know one of those may go through more processing than the other but does that make it cleaner right and so like just keep that in mind and the quinoa is the same way guys right it's the same thing it's processed and depending on how you get it it might be processed more or less and so really the whole point of me bringing that up is to is to just bring some light to this you know what what determines pro, uh, clean food? And a lot of times clean food, like nutrition plans and clean food meal plans and clean food approaches, they will still include supplements, right? Supplements are 100% processed, even if it's an organic sub, uh, supplement, even if it's a, a vegan supplement, it is still 100% processed. Okay. Usually far more than most foods, right? It's harvested and then it's machine picked apart and it's pulverized and it's filtered and then it's you know separated and processed and weighed and then packed right all this all these processing steps and that's if there's no additives put into it right so um so my my really my, my point of, of bringing that is, is like to just implore you to to think a little bit about what clean eating even really means okay and i wouldn't throw that term around too loosely because if you really wanted to approach clean eating right with like I'd say the, the, the more widely accepted definition of that is that you would approach your entire nutrition base with zero processing. Okay. That's real. And zero, um, artificial anything or zero, you know, man made and man applied, <laughs> um, ingredients to that food. Okay. And if you really got into that guys, you'd basically be living off the land. Okay. And it, that's great. That's a really, really cool concept. But let's get into the next thing about this that most people get mixed up a lot, okay? 
let's just say, for example, you find some clean foods that you actually do enjoy today. Like you really do, you sit down and you enjoy them right now. And that could be non-mechan, I don't even know how you'd find this really, unless you butchered it yourself, but non-mechanically separated meat. Okay. So non-processed meat, um, and some whole foods, right? Some, some vegetables, maybe some asparagus or something and potatoes that you literally ripped up from the ground yourself or were ripped up and sold to you. Right. And you prepare all that and you eat it. Great. Awesome. That's fantastic. So you eat that today. Okay. And by the way, clean food means, you know, you're not putting a lot of, uh, you're not putting any sauces on this thing. You're not putting anything other than like, you know, maybe, maybe ground peppercorns. Right. But again, they can't be processed. Okay. All right. So, um, they can't, they can't have gone through machinery separation and stuff like that. And so when you really get down to it, if you're going to say, if you're going to say that I'm going to eat this, you know, a clean diet, um, then really you're, you're talking about eating this meal that you might like today, but are you going to like it in a week? Are you going to like it in two weeks? Are you going to like it in a month? Are you going to like it in six months? Right. Clean eating, I think is the wrong way to approach weight loss and fat loss and transformation because it provides a false illusion of what's actually possible. It's essentially the same thing as a band-aid solution, right? Which we talk about a lot here in this group. And, uh, what happens here is, is, you know, people approach it obviously with this, this intent of I'm going to lose weight. That's all fantastic and everything. And if you approach it that way, you know, you might lose a little bit of weight quickly, but what happens in a week or two, right? Like, are you, do you think you're, do you realistically think you're going to be able to eat like that consistently going forward and be totally honest with yourself? I've been doing this a long time and I can tell you that, you know, clean eating is like one of the fastest ways to get yourself to go through this crazy emotional swing where you get excited and then you lose weight and then you get super burnt out and you cheat on your, your diet you cheat on that new, that whole foods approach, that, that clean eating approach, and you bounce back way worse than you started. Right. And then you feel terrible about yourself. And then it's a, this constant cycle, right? That's usually what happens when people go all in on this clean eating approach. Okay. And so like, really, I want to talk about adherence in a moment, but at the end of the day, whether you're eating clean food like that. Okay. Stuff that's just, you know, non-processed, non-mechanically, mechanically touched in any way, or you're eating stuff that's from a box. Okay. Whether you're eating one or the other, at the end of the day, your body responds to one thing when it's talking, when, when, when we're talking about body fat, okay. Body fat increase, body fat decrease, body fat management it really comes down to one thing. And that one thing is calories guys. It's your caloric intake. It's your energy expenditure. Okay. When you understand your energy expenditure and you understand caloric intake and you understand how calories will really work in your body, you will understand that you don't need to eat that way because you're probably not going to be able to sustain it anyway. In fact, you can eat pretty much whatever you want. Okay. Now quantities obviously have limitations. You can't eat as much of whatever you want and still lose body fat consistently. Okay. But you can still eat whatever you want and still lose body fat consistently to the point where you can get very, very, very lean, very fit, very shredded. We always use the term beach lean around here. Okay. That's what a lot of our clients go for. It's what a lot of our clients get. And it's because 
of, of the way we, we teach this stuff, right? And the way we apply these principles. And so uh, back to what I was saying a few minutes ago about adherence, right? I was taught a long, long, long time ago that the best nutritional approach that's going to get you from where you're at to where you're trying to go is the one that you can adhere to consistently, okay? The one that you can adhere to consistently. Now, this does not mean you need to eat the same foods every single day for the rest of your life. Don't confuse what I'm saying with that. Okay, well, what it does mean is that you understand caloric intake, you understand macronutrition, okay, you understand proteins, fats, and carbs, and you understand enough about training and the physiology there and the hypertrophy that takes place during resistance training and how muscle mass will increase your caloric intake and your overall energy expenditure. When you understand all those things, then it really comes down to understanding that the nutritional approach to fuel that lifestyle can be made up of whatever foods you want, okay? Which allows you to obviously adhere to it because you can still eat the M&Ms or the ice cream or the pizza or whatever, the pasta, okay? You don't have to give up all this stuff. And you certainly don't have to eat clean food all day, every day either to get you where you're trying to go, okay? Um, and, and, and this is what we teach because uh, this is the one that you can adhere to. This is the one that you can consistently show up to and make it part of your lifestyle over and over and over and over again, day after day after day after day, not just for you, but also for your wife or husband and also for your kids. And then this is something that you can kind of teach to everybody around you so that it's like a lifestyle inside of the ecosystem where you kind of exist and it's no longer like this weird thing, right? So uh, it's, you know, just understand that clean eating is like another niche band-aid kind of approach. I really do believe that. Now, there might be a one-off here and there, people watching this that truly do like um, just un unseasoned chicken breast and unseasoned broccoli and an unseasoned sweet potato every single day. And that's great. All the power to you, Okay. But for the other 99% of the people on the planet, that's not going to fly, okay? That's not going to fly, uh, myself included, right? You have taste buds. There's an emotional connection with eating, right? You want to have a social life. You want to be able to eat things you want to eat with people you want to be around, right? That's part of most people's lives, and that's one of the biggest struggles that most people fall into. And so just keep that in mind, right? That's that is how you make this into a lifestyle. It has to be something you can adhere to and something that you can adhere to consistently in terms of the numbers, right? So uh, this isn't gonna be that long. Really wanted to drive that home, but I can tell you this one last thing. When I first started my transformation back, like I said, it was 13 years ago or so, 13, 14 years ago, I approached it that way as well, okay? I approached it with the intent of eating clean food all day, every day, and that's it. And again, that's you start off on that Monday and you're really driven to do it. Okay. But by that Tuesday afternoon, you're you're just burnt out already, right? Guys, I've lived it. I understand it. It sucks. It's the worst. And so you get to that day two, day three, and you're just done with it. Um I did that I don't even know how many times I did this. I probably started and stopped this probably every other week for a year, okay? Literally, probably 26 times in the course of 12 months I tried this. And every time I failed, guys. And then so 
you know, you'd try to eat really healthy and clean, right? Monday, Tuesday, by Wednesday, I would burn out and I would just, you know, basically start the cheating. And then Thursday would kind of be half and half. And then Friday would just be, you know, go off the rails and order a pizza and breadsticks and mozzarella sticks and Mountain Dew and blah, 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 candy Skittles. Right. And I would just kind of go through the weekend like that <laughs> and then Monday would start over or maybe I would use that following week to recover, you know, mentally, I guess. And then, and then start it again a week later, right? That was like the flow. And I know that's the flow for so many of you. And so just, uh, just, just understand this clean eating is not the solution. Okay. Cause I've, I've lived the, the trap and I've seen this with so many people before they start working with us, explain the same thing, right? Over and over and over and over and over again. Right. It's also not uncommon to be carrying around that 40 or 50 extra pounds and feel like you're eating clean every day. Maybe you are, right? Maybe you are. But if you don't understand how caloric intake works and how the energy expenditure system works and things like that of the body, then it doesn't matter what you're eating. Okay? It doesn't matter how clean you're eating. It doesn't matter how clean that potato or sweet potato or brown rice is. If you don't understand how this stuff works, then all of that is for nothing. Okay. You're still going to carry it. You might, you might have a slightly improved level of wellness, perhaps, meaning you might have a few more vitamins in your body, maybe, but you're certainly not dropping the body fat. Okay. And I can tell you this, carrying around that extra 30, 40, 50 pounds of body fat is going to significantly outweigh the fact that you ate a sweet potato over white rice. Okay. So just kind of keep that in mind, guys. Um, look, if you have any questions on this stuff, let me know. Um, I did want to let you guys know that uh, as part of Permafit memberships, our clients get these really, really nice, well put together recipe packs that we do, and it's cool. It's um, it's usually like a dozen or fifteen or even up to twenty recipes, and the way that we deliver these is really cool. And and we have all the macros broken out, the grocery list for it, shopping list, the recipe, obviously how to make the food, picture of what it should look like when it's done. And then we also have a scannable barcode for MyFitnessPal, right? So all that's included. And I want to give one of those away to you so you can actually see what it is that we do for people. Because we don't do meal plans, okay? We don't do meal plans for our clients. Uh, we work with people in, on nutrition, but we also teach them how nutrition works so that this is not a problem ever again, right? It's one thing to order someone around and get them results, right? That's fine. But what I would rather do and what we do do is teach people while helping them implement so that we don't have to order them around per se. They understand how this stuff works by the end and they don't need anyone to order them around because they know how to fish at that point, right? So anyways, if you want uh, an example of these recipe packs that we deliver to our clients as ideas, which a lot of them do go and use, uh, then comment down below. Um, I think I, I can't remember what the word was. Was it food? Um, yeah, comment, comment below food in the comments and, uh, and I'll shoot that over to you. All right. That's going to do it here, guys. If you have any other questions about anything, let me know in the comments below and I will answer them. And, uh, other than that, till next time, take care. See ya.